you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hello, faithful friend, and welcome back to Her Portion. My name is Hannah Butler, and I am your host for today's episode. This month, as you can tell by the title, we are talking about loving one another. And wow, is this topic important to our Lord. Our King James Bible mentions the word love 442 times. That's a lot. Did you know that 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John are all about this topic of love? When I was in college, we had a class, and it was called 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and we went over these books verse by verse and discussed them. This class went down in history for me as one of my favorites because going through the Word of God alone changed me. But I was also a new Christian at the time, so for me, it was the very first time I was reading these books of the Bible, and I was learning what God had to say about love. So literally, every day felt like I was having light bulb moments (laughs) to see what God had to say about this topic. But He really did a work in my heart and changed me. I highly recommend reading those books if you haven't, and if you have, Read them again, because honestly, they're very short. You'll get through it in like a day. But for our episode today, God put on my heart to talk about loving our enemies. To be honest, this was not the route I was wanting to go. I would much rather talk about loving the brethren, having unity, how to love on God's people, something I'm comfortable and familiar with. But I got stuck as I was studying, and this was the only thing that kept popping up in my mind, which I've learned by now that when something keeps popping up in my mind and I'm stuck where I think, oh, I want to talk about these things, but I keep thinking about the one thing I don't want to talk about, (laughs) that is God speaking to me, and that is Him bringing that up because that is what He wants, and it's always best to do what God wants. So let's get right into it. Matthew chapter 5 verse 43 says this, Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. So let's pause right there. Isn't that worldly teaching true today? That we should love those who love us? Or let's put it into today's terminology. Love those who are good for you. Anyone who's not vibing with you (laughs) or anyone who is giving you negative energy, just do away with them. If they don't suit your life, then say goodbye. I see quotes like that all the time on Pinterest and on different social media platforms. Let's continue our reading in verse 44. Jesus says, but, now I'm going to pause again. (laughs) He said, but meaning he knows what the world teaches, and he's about to tell us something different. So continuing, but I say unto you, love your enemies. So you mean I'm not supposed to do away with them? I'm supposed to love them instead? Yes, that's what the word of God teaches us. Continuing that verse, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, Do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. 
wow, there's a lot to unpack in that verse. That's a whole lot of contrary to what the world teaches. But if we're reading our Bibles, then we really shouldn't be so shocked. Listen, God is love. 1 John 4, 8 tells us that. The world is lost, meaning they do not know God. Therefore, it's common knowledge that their view of love is going to be completely warped. I did not say that they couldn't love. I said that their view of it is wrong if God is not involved. The world's love says to only put effort into those who love you, who are putting effort into you. It's all about you. But, as Matthew 5.44 starts out, but, Jesus says different, he gives us a whole list. But let's focus today for this episode on the first thing that he said, which again is to love your enemies. What is an enemy defined? Maybe you have your own picture of what that is, but sometimes it helps to define things to give us a different perspective. An enemy is a foe, an adversary, one who hates or dislikes. So let's not water down this verse in our minds just because we've heard it often in church. Think about this with me. We are to love those who hate or dislike us. I'm going to be very transparent with you. I do not like the way it feels to think that someone else does not like me. And I don't mean that I need the whole world's approval, okay? I'm not saying that I need everybody to like me, that I'm a people pleaser, but I'm human. I mean those Christian relationships. If you've ever felt the tension or strain of thinking that someone just doesn't like you, especially someone you thought was a friend, it's a really yucky feeling. Jesus says love that person. And I have most certainly been hated and have had some pretty mean and ugly things said and done to me. But Jesus says, love that person. Love defined is to be pleased with, to regard with affection. Courtney did a great job of defining what love is and what love ain't in her um, episode last week. And I highly recommend that you go and listen to that. But look, This isn't going to be a popular statement that I'm about to say, but here it is. I do not like the phrase, I love you, but I do not like you. Yes, I said that. I don't like that phrase. I've heard very godly people say this, and to be honest, I have said it too, thinking it was a way to justify that I didn't have to put as much effort into somebody. I still love them. I'm still being spiritual, but I don't like them as if that's okay. But here's why I don't agree with that statement. If Jesus says we're supposed to love our enemies and the very definition of an enemy is one who hates or dislikes, then how can I hate or dislike someone that I'm supposed to be loving? The two do not mix. Do you see the confusion? It sounds confusing. Here's another reason. Didn't God tell us to love as he loves? And if you're unsure of the answer, he did. Three times to be exact. But I'll share one of those verses with you. John 15, 12 says, This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Do we really think that God looks at us and says, I love you, but I don't like you? No, he doesn't. Not according to my Bible, because as I study God's love for me and I learn more and more about his love, 
as he shows it to me, the more I am in total awe of it and I am convinced I'll never be able to wrap my mind around it. When it comes to God's love towards you, it's completely perfect and selfless. Let's not get confused, okay? God is still angry with the wicked every day. Psalm 711 says that. God still corrects his children when they do wrong. Proverbs 3.12 tells us that. He does it out of love. God's God loves us, but he does not love our sin. And that's a whole other subject that I feel very passionate about, but I value your time and I don't have the time to address it here, maybe at a later date. So to love our enemies is what God wants from us, not in this superficial self-serving way that puts a smiley face sticker on someone's back and says, I love you, but I don't like you. I'm being spiritual. (laughs) Uh, But more so in a John 15, 12 way that says, love as I have loved. How has he loved us? Well, that list is endless, and the Holy Bible is overflowing page after page with God's love for you. I truly believe we could see God's love for us in everything if we only looked for it. But the most obvious example of his love was going to the cross. We are filthy sinners, and before salvation, you and I were once the enemy of God. Romans 5, 10 through 11 says this, For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Wow, we were the enemies of God. And even though we were enemies, he chose to come and dwell among us in flesh and die a brutal death. Our minds cannot comprehend the death that Jesus had. We cannot comprehend what took place on the cross. Do you think his example of loving his enemy was one that said, I love you, but I don't like you? No. His example was one that said, I love you so much, I will die for you. I literally cannot even comprehend what I'm saying to you. Because I believe that we are doing a poor job of loving each other, let alone our enemies. So you might ask then, how do I love my enemies? The answer is simple, but yet we struggle with it. And it's to get close to Jesus again. The closer we are to him, the more like him we become. I do not have an enemy that stayed an enemy after I began to pray for them. And listen, I'm not saying we became besties, okay? But I am testifying that God gave me a love for them that could have only come from him. That's something you need to experience on your own. So pray. Pray for them. Pray specifically. God will answer you. When someone has hurt you, God will teach you through his word, through prayer, and through preaching just how to forgive them as he has forgiven you. And he will teach you how to love them just as he has loved you. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.